Hello, hello, hello. I'm back again. Now and then, Brad and Isaiah, just Isaiah. It's a newsstand episode. Um, wanted to hit you guys with some extra, you know, little bonus. Uh, a lot of the news today, though, is uh, it's going to be uh, Taliban related. It's going to be Afghanistan related. Uh, I know we left off last week was, you know, the pretty much the full on occupation. Um, the change of the guard, I guess you could say, has been pretty much what's going on this week. Uh, it, it, it was weird. I found myself in a weird mental state about it just because um, it took me back to like fifth grade. You know, obviously, you know, I'm thinking like 9-11 time when everything kicked off. And, you know, I don't know about, you know, any of you listeners or whatever, you know, I haven't gotten the full age range. Or, uh, well, actually, I have. Um, you guys are all around my age from what Anchor's telling me. So um, you guys kind of get that that feeling because you were there. You know, you remember when it happened when the, when the towers fell. You remember where you were. Um, and I, I remember as a Christian kid feeling like somehow weirdly responsible. And I don't know why. Like, that was something around when I got to like 27, 28, and anytime I would look at that situation, anytime I hear anyone talking about it, you know, I would go back to that feeling and, you know, like, yeah, I remember feeling really amped up. Like, you know, I, I didn't know shit about shit, you know, about any kind of international relations and really what was going on over there when we, we started the war. But I remember being so upset about that moment and seeing some of the thing or not seeing but like learning some of the things i've learned this year um hearing more of the story it's just been very eye-opening to be like we went there thinking we were going to get osama bin laden and it was going to be quick and easy and boom 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 terrorism over like that was kind of how it was displayed to us like via the media you know and i think in our head and our hearts or something at least some of us a lot of us i don't know but you know, looking now and seeing the fallout of everything has been a lot. Like it, 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 it's weird to see people's takes in terms of like, oh yeah, we should we should send the truth back. I mean, look at all this crazy stuff, which I mean, I'm going to get into. Like, look at all the stuff that's going on and what's happening. We can't just leave them like that. And it's like, do we have? We don't have a say. Like that's imperialism talking, and it's us as a people, I think not knowing when to stop, when to quit, when, when to say, okay, we really fucked up enough is enough. Um, you know, of course people make it about, you know, red, blue politics and all that. And people are, you know, railroading Biden, you know, about this and about that. But it's one of those things where as bad as things are, um, my personal take, you know, before we get into it, I guess, I don't know why I'm doing all this front end, but I am glad that we've at least taken a step to say, what we are doing is not sustainable unless we are literally going to occupy, I guess, colonize these people. And we're not doing that. So, you know, despite all the stuff that's unfolding and the stuff that's yet to unfold, um, you know, I just thought, okay, I wanted to talk about it for an episode, but I didn't want to take, you know, too much time out of the main. So that's why it's here. Uh, So let's get into it. Trying to burp, trying to get this burp out. Um, it's probably not going to come until I least expect it, but, um, it, a lot popped off at the airport, uh, 
you know, even some deaths. I believe seven people died in the ensuing thing. It's not known whether or not those were Taliban members. Also, there were there was a situation of just so many people trying to get onto planes to get, you know, evacuated because, you know, the initial setup is, you know, we're getting out Americans, we're getting out interpreters, we're getting out people who helped us um, in this whole, you know, conflict. And the idea is we're supposed to be getting them out. And there are numbers up. I've been, let's see, I've been getting a lot from the daily. They put up some numbers and stuff like that. Uh, first article I'm referencing off is from USA Today, um, as well as Associated Press. There's like so much information about what's going on now, what's been going on. It's really out there. You just have to start looking for it and kind of like, you know, using those little Twitter fingers for something else. But um there have been a lot of people, you know, evacuated, but there's still a lot of people there on the ground who who do want to leave. And there are checkpoints set up um, by the Taliban. I want to say that the airport is still divided, where it's like Taliban are controlling it, and then the military are controlling the other half. Um, so that was kind of like a little bit of a tumultuous setup, but that's the setup that's going on right now. Um, as well, the Taliban have definitely kind of come in with a new bag. Um, on paper, they've, they changed how they name themselves and it's, it's a former name and, um, maybe I can look it up and find it again. Um, but they are pretty much just kind of doing a little bit of a rebranding. Let's see if I can find it. The Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. That's, that's what they want to be called. That's what they were called before. Um, so they're trying to kind of take it back and kind of take off the name of the Taliban. And I think it's, it's you know, it's kind of another segue where it's crazy to me how we've marketed them as such a, a terrorist, crazy cell, which they are. Like, I definitely don't want this to be some kind of fluff piece to try to make it sound like I'm sympathizing for them. No, no, no. They're bad people. They do bad things. But they are a people that have been funded since Jimmy Carter. And, I, and I, I knew Reagan, and now I'm kind of learning, like you said, as we get into details, as more people get into details, peeling it back, how far back it goes. And it's just crazy that every presidency in some way, shape, or form has helped, facilitated, or lightly ignored, whatever you want to call the whole situation that has been going on in Afghanistan until 9-11, in which then we go, oh, okay, well, this is the perfect time for us to get involved. And, you know, for me, I always kind of thought it was a blanket term of oil. And this week was one of those times where it's like, you know, it got broken down. It's like, no, 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 there's no oil in Afghanistan, dude. And it's like, oh, okay, well, but what were they there for? And it's like mining. And it's like, what? Like, like stones, gems, like, like seven door shit. And it's like lithium. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's just one of those things where it's like, there's a lot of resources to be mined out of this area. We want them. Other powers want them. So naturally, we could just run in and take them and say we're getting Osama. Like, and I mean, I know I'm turning this into a lot of like, you know, talking about my views and speculations or whatever. But I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is about here now and then. So I'm gonna go off. Um, But it's just, it's wild to me that we put people on display just living and dying every day in a country that they, they should not have been in. And the way we always were marketing this is like all these people who are shooting at us, fighting with us are Taliban. And the situation is so 
intricate and complex. And we're literally putting up warlords of this area and saying, hey, you run this country now. You're 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 gonna be our like subsidiary, you know, our you know, our little client king, whatever you want to call it. But these people were doing atrocities to the people, and the people fighting back are being called Taliban because they're fighting back. So I mean, there's so many things, and I'm going in and out of here. I'm talking about this, I'm talking about that. Um, an article I was kind of curious about that came up was how they are funded. So I was kind of like, okay, let's, let's look at that. Um, definitely interesting to kind of see, um, because one of the things that they mentioned, um, in a press thing recently that they were going to be done with heroin, like that heroin is going to be illegal, no more heroin. When really that's something that is a big percentage of what they have been doing. So it's going to be highly unlikely. Like apparently Pakistan is involved. Um, I want to I want to say China is also. Um, and that's another thing too is who is going to be involved with the Taliban with you know when everything settles because right now they're saying a lot. They're doing a lot of press. They're they're saying they're not going to do things. They're saying they're going to respect women. That's another thing I have on here um, that women are going to be able to work and do do things. But this is all for a national lens. You know, there's also been other reports where, you know, people, women have been attacked, like women, uh, journalists, you know, reporters, whatever, have been attacked. And it's like, oh, wait, wait, hold up. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Marley, don't shoot them. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where you see that things are bristling, but there's kind of being a facade or a face put up right now. And what's really going to happen, I think, is when we're all, when the evacuations are done, everything settles down. What is the Taliban really going to do? Um, there's already been protests that have been started, and there's already been killings in said protests by the Taliban um, because they're going to respond with immediate violence. They're not. They're not negotiating with this. They're not having it. They're suppressing it. So you know. But back to how they're making their money. They they get a lot of it from heroin, and then it they they kind of it looks like taxing on the surface because they tax it all the way until it leaves Afghanistan. So. You know, from when it's grown, from you know the poppy, you know, the whole process. I'm, you know, I've watched, the, I've watched some, you know, documentaries, but I, I, in one year, out the other. But um, from opium to distribution, but it's like from what I've been told and what I've seen, it's at a street level. Like it's not like that's like pharmacy drug grade opiates, but that's like the stuff that's hitting Europe that's on the street. So it's it's more to that effect. But um Pakistan, China have also been involved in it potentially. Though they say on the surface, no, we don't we don't do that. We don't negotiate, we don't work with, but we'll see. Cause I'm also curious to see who's gonna be getting these mining contracts because the Taliban know they have to work with someone, they have to work with people. Also, they've said, hey, we're not going to be a haven for terrorism. That was another talking point that I remember as a kid is that we have to go to Afghanistan, not just to get Osama, but to stop this whole HQ that's going on in this quote unquote Middle Eastern area. Um, which also, it was a, a ding moment this week where it's like, you know, Afghanistan is not technically the Middle East. It's like lower Asia. And it's like, oh, that's a good point. Why do we call it that? And it's for semantics that feel better on our dumb American brains. Um, that's another thing, I guess, right? Um <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I'm in the weeds again. I'm here. I'm going to I'm going to hit the weed. <laughs> it's a lot. Like I knew sitting down and talking about this it was going to be a lot, but I wanted to kind of talk about it, how I felt about it. Um I I do want to try to keep talking about it as as I learn things. 
probably going to be more towards the bonus end just because, you know, I think I don't want to just keep peppering in our main, you know, because, but then again, who knows? Who knows? Every day is, is a lot. Um, I know, like I said, evacuations are still continuing. Um, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I got, I got railroaded, but other than, um, drugs, they also do a lot of, of a lot of, a lot of legal things, like in terms of like, making sure that legal goods that are fuel, food, medicine, essentials are moved across the border crossings and customs. Um, so essentially there's running that around and making sure that it's all, you know, delineated throughout the whole country. So they're going to do that even more so now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the economy looks like because a lot of aid has propped it up. Um, so seeing where the money is going to come from post American aid and all that stuff, um, in terms of the weapons, I mean, they have been generating though. I mean, it's weird how much we gave them, which is also going kind of going back to the past. Like you see the weapons, like even to this day. And then now they've been taking over these bases and pretty much just saying, all right, cool. I mean, the this, this stuff's there. And I, and I hear some people go, well, why didn't we take that with us? Why didn't we, you know, make sure that they don't have the keys to that stuff. And the thing is, it's just not policy. Like in wars, that's just not what gets done. You don't care about the item. You've already mass produced it. You already have a ton already. It's literally out the door and gone. Not another thought. Um, and not to mention in the past, we've literally funded them anyway to have them push out, you know, Russia and have them have a little Vietnam. So it's just one of those things where they've constantly been funded. They constantly have weapons. They constantly get more. And now they've just got it in a new update, you know? Um, you know, I saw a tweet about like, you know, what are the what are the Taliban going to do with a Blackhawk? And it's like they're going to learn how to fly it. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. It'll be um, interesting to see what they do with our stuff. Um, gosh, I know I'm really I'm really on it, guys. Uh, another thing that I was kind of I heard through the whole sphere and people were talking about is, you know, why why did this get handled so sloppily? And it's like, well this was always going to go down this way. Like we gave them so much training. We gave them so much money, but at the end of the day, they are left in a situation where the surrounding party has been waiting for this moment the whole time. And not to mention, I think it's one of those things that kind of goes without saying that people didn't understand that when Trump said what he was going to do is get us out of there, he set up plans so that it was assured. Like he made negotiations with the Taliban. And it's one of those things now where he's platforming like, yeah, I did do that. Remember? You're right. Yes. I wouldn't have done it as bad as Biden did, but I did it. And it's one of those things where it's like, this is inevitable. The next president was set up to deliver this. And Biden, I think, also knew that it's like, look, we can't continue to do this. You know, he said it before. He's like, what are we going to do? Stay here for five more years? You know, 20 more years? Like, you would still have the situation unfold no matter what. Um I think people kind of have this this imperialistic kind of subconscious where we are supposed to just win. We're supposed to come through and win, but that's not what we've been doing in this modern era. Um, you know, so <sighs> Brad's eye. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna hop off it. I'm gonna hop off and to, to talk about some other things. Um, I have a follow up from the Jeopardy news. Uh, it turns out that Mike Richards is going to be uh, no longer the Jeopardy host. 
Uh, he's going to be stepping down. Um, it turns out he got a little, a little bit of cancel, a little bit of cancellation. Uh, people dug up some things from his older show. I want to say it was like seven years ago called the random podcast or something like that. Um, hold on. Let me get a, let me get a little quote. Uh, dear team. It pains me that these past incidents and comments have cast such a shadow on Jeopardy as we look to start a new chapter. As I mentioned last week, I was deeply honored to be asked to host the syndicated show and was thrilled by the opportunity to expand my role. However, over the last several days, it has become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show. As such, I will be stepping down as host effective immediately. As a result, we will be canceling the production today. So that was pretty much him. Like that's his last episode. They will be airing the episodes he was in, but it's just going to be more or less as like a guest host capacity. And um, Mayim is still going to be on, but um, they're going to just find a replacement, go back to guests. Um, It was also potentially alleged that maybe he was tipping the scales because he was part of production moving in. He's also still going to be a part of production. So it's just like, he's just not going to be the face of the show for what he said. Um, which were some some weird comments. Like, I'm trying to think. I got to pull it up. Um, so yeah, the show is called The Random Show um, in 2013 through 2014. Um, he was mocking women's weight and he called one model a booth slut. And then re- he was also repeatedly praising the average white guy host. So... Uh, the anti defamation the anti defamation league has called for an investigation, um, but like I said, he's still gonna be working just behind the scenes. Um, we will keep you posted. I, I we gotta find a we gotta find a solid host. Maybe Mayim will just take over the whole thing. I'm I'm interested, curious. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. I you, I'm fine with holding people accountable for the shit they say. You know what I mean? Like. I think it's one of those things where even in, in, in the case with Brad and I, you know, we say some salacious shit. There's no doubt about it. We say some dumb shit. We are not for kids. Um, I will say, though, I listened to Come Town this week. Not for me. Like, I have my limits, guys. Like, you can't just run around saying the F word and, and all that and just, <laughs> and I'm supposed to just laugh. Like, I'm cool. Um, but hey, to each his or their own. But yeah, like if someone wants to come up to us and say, hey, how can you talk about this? But you literally, you go, you guys are piece of shit and you say this and you say that. We'll have to own it on those days. You know, we'll have to say, yeah, we're fucking assholes and, you know, cancel us. Like that's why we make that joke, but we do mean it. Um, and I, I, I do respect the guy at least for saying, hey, I'm not just going to like truck on through it. Fuck that. You know, we're living in a post-Trump era. Like I can do what I want, say what I want. You know, Como tried it. He failed. Um, I think it is one of those things where you, when you see you fucked up and you see your things catching up to you, you greet it. You shake the hand. You say, yeah, that's me. I got it. That's on me. So, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. Um, got some, a little bit of extra Olympic news that I kind of thought was a little spicy. Uh, the Belarusian Olympian who refused to go home and defected to Poland after criticizing her coach says now she wants to race for her new country. So let me see if I can get this name. Christina Tisimonoskaya. Man, I tried. I did not. I did not make it. Um, she was pretty much ordered to return home, and she was forcibly sent to the airport, but she refused to go on the plane. And that's when 
uh, Japanese like police stepped in. And we're like, whoa, what's going on? She's like, no, I don't want to go. Like, you know, they're trying to send me back and I'm not going. Um, so they they held her and allowed her to stay. And now she is in Poland and she's saying, hey, I'm down to compete for you guys potentially in the future. Um, let's see. Get the quote. Yeah, we are now going to try to change my sporting citizenship so that I can compete for the Polish national team, the 24-year-old said. So I've decided to stay in Poland and compete for the Polish national team. Um, and she had also went on to further say, like, look, they want me to do this event with, like, no real training. Like, I'm not ready to do this, and you just want me to fill in for it and go for it. Um and she went on social media, too, um, to also talk about it. And that's where the coach kind of came for her and said, you can't do that. Like, no, 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 no. And I can't remember if we talked about Belarus before, but um, I think she's right when she called the the prime minister or whatever the last dictator. Um, it's one of those things where the way he moves, the way he disappears, people who say anything against him, uh, against his organization, you know, the racket you want to call his government, Um I think that's valid. And I think she was a person who's literally saying, Hey, I'm a young adult. I'm trying to live my best life. I'm trying to compete for my country. And my country is probably going to do something to me when I get home for being honest, for saying what happened, for saying how I feel. So, you know, props for for standing your ground and getting out of there. And I'm glad that she was able to land in Poland, a new place or a place. And I hope she does get to compete. I think that would be pretty rocking. Um, so that's all I really got, guys. Uh, I'm going to finally hit this weed. Like I said, I was into it. It's hot. You know, it's a no shirt fucking podcast. You already know. Um, but. For the loyal listeners who, um, you know, who maybe stuck around to this point. Special thank you. Special mwah, I love you. Um, a little Italian kiss. <laughs> Let me stop. See, I'm already at it. I'm already on my shit. Um, but um, <clears throat> thank you for stopping by. Thank you for being awesome. Um, you know, we're on Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash now and then podcast gang, I think. Maybe. Don't quote me. Um, now and then podcast at Instagram. We got now Brad for the Twitter, or is it now underscore Brad? Now Brad is our Facebook page. Um, so I mean, we're out there. We're digital, baby. We're ready for the get down. You feel me? Um, we'll be at you with a hopefully full strength episode. Um, we got some news. We got we, it's packed. It's always packed. But, you know, we're we're at it. I'm coming at you. We're at you. And we got history to boot to boot. Forget about it. Um, so yeah, we'll be seeing you soon. Uh, you guys stay well, uh, once again, mwah, love you very much, and, uh, salutations, bye-bye.